Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube and aren't subscribed, make sure and click the subscribe button, like, comment, let us know what you think about the episode. Um, if there's a recommendation that you have for a guest or topic, we're always checking comments on YouTube. Love to hear from you guys and then be able to incorporate your suggestions into future episodes. Today, I'm going to be chatting with Dustin from Sterling Diesel Performance, and I came across his C10 build, which definitely caught my eye. I wanted to have him on the podcast and talk about it. It's a, a beautiful truck. It's got a 7.1 liter Duramax stroker with a true twin turbo kit on it, and it, the thing's a work of art. So we're going to chat with him about the truck, the chassis, the transmission, um, how he built it, and then also uh, get a walk around to the truck. So if you're listening to this on a podcast app or on our YouTube, definitely make sure and head on over to catch the video of the truck, and it's a great way to be able to see you know what we're chatting about, and you know the engine bay on this thing is amazing, so you guys are going to love it. Before we get to it, though, I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Kershaw Knives. They have a 20% off site wide code for you. Just use code 23diesel20 at kershaw.kaiusa.com. It's a great way to save some money on some really cool gear. So if, if you need something for hunting, fishing, EDC, something at the job site, they've got a bunch of different choices regardless of what your budget is. Their latest model this year is the Duralock model, which is a it's a really cool knife. I've got a few of them myself. I um, always have one in my pocket. The blade is D2 steel, and the way that it opens is really smooth, and it keeps your fingers away from the blade when you open and close it. They've got a bunch of different blade shapes, also different handle designs, handle materials. So definitely make sure and head on over if you're in the market. Check them out and use code 23DIESEL20 for 20% off site-wide. All right, let's get to today's podcast with Dustin and talking about his custom C10 build. Dustin, welcome to the Diesel Podcast. I enjoyed our chat a few years back when we were talking about your Duramax uh, race truck, and I was browsing social media. I don't know how I missed your C10 build, but I've always loved C10s, and you have a really clean, awesome one with a Duramax in it. And I'm like, man, I got to have Dustin back on the podcast to tell me about this build and what you've been up to. So welcome back. Appreciate you, uh, yeah. Give me a give me a call, man. I mean, that, that, that's uh, it's pretty awesome. I had a had a blast on the first one, and y'all have upgraded a little bit. Video now, yeah. No we got more it. phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're getting fancy, getting fancy over here. What's before we get into the truck? What's been new at Sterling Diesel Performance? What have you guys been up to? Man, uh, well, a lot in the past year. Um, so as you know, you know, last time we were on here, we had uh, actually gone through two floods at the previous shop. And uh, probably over the last, so we actually been in our new shop for about a year, but for the past year and a half, uh, we've been building a new shop. Um, so we, we finally got that done um, June, uh, towards the end, beginning of June last year and, uh, and got moved in. And uh, we're, we've been in almost a year now. A um, lot bigger facility, uh, 7,500 square feet. Uh, it's right off the highway. It's located in uh, Splendora, Texas, about 10 minutes north of New Canyon where we used to be. Um, we ended up moving up here as well and, and built the house, you know, right around the corner. Nice. Was, so it, was, lot, it, lot. was the move pretty smooth or did you guys run into any, <clears throat> any headaches getting the, all the stuff over there and just moving to a different location? 
man, I mean, uh, the move was easy. That was the easiest part of the whole deal. The the, the hardest process was uh, building the house and a shop at the same time. I, I don't recommend it to anybody. It's uh, very difficult. I've had people tell me, I mean, building a house is hard enough by itself. And I imagine, well, either doing a shop and, you know, or a house is hard. But at the same time, that was probably really intense. Yeah, it'll uh, it'll test your patience for sure. <laughs> well, um I mean, this, I don't know anything about your C10. I just saw pictures of it and I was mentioning a little bit before the podcast, one of my favorite, well, it is my favorite classic truck is that C10, the C10s. And, you know, as like diesel guys, we always sit back and think, what would be the dream build if I did one? And I always thought, man, it would be awesome to have a C10 with Duramax. I don't know if I do an LB7 or an LBZ. I'm not sure which one I do, but I've always kind of thought about it. And you have... You got one there, so now I got to pick your brain about the build and the truck. So, tell me about the truck itself, man. Uh, so, it kind of started off as uh, as you know, just a thought. I mean, something I, I've seen C10s with Duramax before. Um, I've seen four wheel drive C10s, but most of the time they're in like a uh, uh, like a, a big lifted up, you know, uh, chassis with a you know a lifted up four wheel drive uh, C10. Very rarely do you see one that's kind of low to the ground, um, you know, all-wheel drive that can play around on the street. I mean, there, there's there's a few, you know, Duramax C10s out there, but I don't, I don't think there's anything quite like this. Uh, it kind of turned, uh, you know, it started off as a, as a, what are we going to do with it? You know, uh, what motor are we going to put in it? What power, you know, what, what are we going to do turbo? We're we going to do blower. I mean, it just uh, going back and forth with with different options um we you know it took a while to come up with what we wanted to do so it's a 72 um 72 c10 it's a all-wheel drive it's uh got a 7-1 stroker uh, engine in it it's got a 48 re uh, manual or uh 48 re trans with uh you know pcs controlled uh valve body i mean it's electric shift it's not manual you know like the race truck um it's a very similar power plant to the race truck our original plans were you know do a blower um maybe coming out of the hood with with uh you know zoomies sticking out of the fender like we wanted to go wild with it uh not very many people have done a duramax uh, with a blower um, so we didn't really know if it would work so we had decided to go with true twins and uh, i was big on making sure that it was uh parallel um they had to be everything had to be symmetrical and uh sorry uh everything had to be symmetrical um and we kind of teamed up with you know truck source in san antonio and nate has uh a vision from hell i mean that dude is extremely extremely good with everything that comes to his mind as far as ideas um i mean his fabrication his wiring his just everything this kid does is 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 top notch. It doesn't get any better. Um, and uh, just the team that they got over there is is second to none. So we uh, started acquiring parts over the over the past couple of years. Um, I kind of I, I purchased the engine from a buddy of mine that I actually sold parts to. Uh, he was building a race truck. Um, he wanted a stroker, so he you know I, I bought it. I ended up selling everything to him, um, and then purchased it back from him never even used it, built the, built the engine, put it, you know, was going to put it in the truck and decided, Hey, I'm gonna go somewhere else with it. So I bought the engine from him. 
Um, bought another trans. Uh, this will make the third 48 RE trans we got. We've got two, you know, for the race truck, one for a spare and one for this. Um, it's got a, you know, uh, four wheel drive. It's, it's a stock uh, GM transfer case, um, stock GM front inter differential. Um, it's got, I mean, I can go on for days. I, I can tell you anything you want. To <laughs> how, how much work did you have to do with like the body or the frame or anything like that? Was it a restoration you had to do or, or was that already done with the, the truck itself? So actually this is not even a factory VIN. Sorry, I'm not good with camera. Um, so this is not even a factory VIN C10 at all. So what, what this is, is uh, there's a company in Dallas that sells lots and lots of C10 parts. They like manufacture cabs, you know, um, fenders, hoods, beds, everything you can think of, right? So we reached out and because I didn't really want to buy something that was rusted out and, and spend thousands and thousands of dollars trying to restore something. Um, so we reached out to this company in Dallas, and I can't remember the name of them right off the bat, but uh, uh, they had everything, you know, everything in stock so we purchased a brand new cab i mean everything you see is brand new i mean from front to back bolts bushings washers fender uh grill everything you could think of it, it's it's brand new so uh the chassis is a 2006 chevrolet 2500 4x4 chassis that's a factory gm chassis we took it, um, Jeff Tullis out of, uh, uh, or Jeff Hogue out of, uh, out of New Caney, Texas with the uh, Tullis Collision helped us uh, pretty much take the cab and, and the whole uh, body section of the truck and fit it on the frame. Um, okay. Nate, cut everything, and Nate cut everything down to fit it as a short bed. Um, Jeff went to San Antonio him and his wife, um, we kind of assembled it there and then brought it back and we did all the body work and everything to kind of just, you know, get the pre-fitment as close as we could. So after we got done with that, we took it back to San Antonio and that's when the real work started happening. I mean, it, buying stuff, you know, fit, fitment, engine fitment, um, you know, building the trans tunnel inside the cab, like it's just everything you think of it's 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 all brand new nothing is just a factory chevrolet gotcha how hard how hard was the fitment of the engine and the difficulty in getting you know, like the transmission to fit um like say if somebody maybe they did have like an older c10 that they wanted to do something similar to this you know would they run into a lot of fitment issues with fitting the duramax in there and maybe they do want to go 48 re and you know getting it into the truck man uh you know uh, uh as, as far as like the fab side goes I, I i don't really feel like there was a whole lot of issues with fitment uh we did cut out the trans tunnel uh and i think that was more on a on fitting the transfer case side of things and not the trans um the trans tunnel was cut out it was raised a little bit but other than that i, I think that was about it i mean um i think we played with moving the engine back um, and then moving it forward, uh, you know, Nate did. Um, and for the most part, it, it, it's sitting factory inside the chassis. I mean, there's, I mean, as well, you know, as you know, there, there, there's tons of room underneath the hood of a, of a C10. I mean, like there, there's, there's mountains of room. <laughs> so it, it fit pretty well. The, uh, now as far as like the power of, 
of the uh, the engine and, and the transmission build. Walk me through that a little bit. Like, what kind of what kind of fueling does it have? What what size turbos? What power number were you aiming for? So, originally, you know, I wanted to get as much as I could out of it. Um, I really wanted to have this truck run 580, 590 uh, in the eighth mile. You know, if I wanted to run it in the index class, I could. But my goal was always like, just, hey, give me like a 590, 60 truck just to play around with on the street and, and drive it to the racetrack and then drive it home. You know, that that's what I wanted to do. So we uh, teamed up with S&S Diesel uh, for all of our fueling. Uh, it's 250% LBZ base injectors. It's uh, We've got a, uh, I believe, a 14 mil um, injection pump. And we've got... Um, See, the turbos are a GTX3576 Garrett chargers, symmetrical. So uh, Garrett, they only had three uh, options at the, at the uh, uh, for choices for symmetrical twins. Um, not really big differences between the three, uh, but we, we went with the, I think it's GTX3576. Um, and at the beginning, uh, they're, you know, putting on the dyno, um, you know, trying to dial everything in, it, it was a, a, a little bit of a task. Uh, we didn't think the turbos were going to work. Um, I think we ended up actually having the gates plumbed incorrectly. Um, so we got them plumbed correctly. And man, I mean, it, it, it makes real good power. Um, so I think on fuel, it makes somewhere between 750 and 800 horsepower on fuel. Uh, and then it's got, uh, I believe, three kits or four kits of nitrous. Um, and I want to say it made somewhere around 11, 1100, 1150. Uh, I'd have to go back and look. Um, I think the biggest thing we fought was shaft speed on the turbos, trying to keep them maintained in that comfort zone. Um, when we finally got the gates plumbed correctly, you know, it, it, it's it started singing from there i mean it, it, it's the response of it i mean through the whole process of nate and then putting it on the dyno and playing with it and driving it and the text messages i'm getting and like how well the thing drives down the road i mean how responsive it was i mean it was just super super exciting so finally when i got it in my hands and i drove it i was i just blown away i mean it drives absolutely amazing um you know, the PCS controlled trans, uh, you know, it's, it, it's not as firm shifting as my race truck. It's kind of progressive, at, you know, as throttle, as throttle has changed, pressure's changed. I mean, it, it, it just drives. I mean, the, the, the spooling, um, the street manners of it, it's just, it's just, it's a whole lot different. And, and it, it doesn't sound like a diesel at all. You, I mean, nobody knows a diesel. It's a diesel. We went to SEMA with it. Um, and on the cruise out, you know, everybody's like, rev it up, rev it up. I mean, everybody's asking me if it's an LS or, you know, what, what what's in there? And then you rev it up and you got blokes, black smoke coming out of the side. And they're like, what the hell? It's a diesel. And I'm like, yeah, it is. I mean, it, it's it, it's so loud. It's it's uh, I've made a few pulls on the freeway with it with some buddies kind of next to me. And I mean, with the windows down uh, and the fender exit exhaust, it's just they say it sounds like a. Uh, like a loud V8 just singing. It's it's extremely loud. With I the, love it. 
with the turbo so the turbos that you have they're both the same size correct i know that i've this it really interests me because in diesel it's always you get a small one feeding a bigger one or you get a really big one feeding an even bigger one like on a race setup so what what was the um the theory or the the want that you had to do two equal sized chargers on the on the engine man it it, like it, it wasn't something that i mean i'll be honest uh, n- none of us knew how it was going to work i mean uh, none of us I and mean, we you know there, there's some dragsters out there that have got twins you know um but other than that i mean it was kind of one of them things where we were just uh we hope it worked and the biggest thing that i had set for this truck was i wanted everything symmetrical i wanted everything simple clean nothing that was just super extravagant something that was difficult to work on i wanted it as simple and as clean as possible and we you know went back and forth we're trying you know what turbos were we going to go with you know we knew garrett made symmetrical twins and i mean getting a set of symmetrical twins it's difficult as it is i mean not everybody makes them they're not they're not easily available so we went with a set that we thought would work. I think uh, uh, KC Turbos uh, is is the guys that kind of recommended this size to us, and I think we kind of just went off of that. Um, and man, it it works. Would I like to have a little bit bigger setup? Absolutely. Hopefully, in the future, Garrett will come out with something better, or, or you know, better and bigger. Um, and we'll try it out and see. I mean, but man, it makes it makes more than enough power right now to to enjoy the truck. How would you compare the drivability differences between that setup and like a a compound setup where we think of like, you know, a 62 and a 76 or a 66 and an 80 or something like that? Is the is drivability different at different RPM ranges? Uh, in my opinion, yeah. So I, I'm a huge, huge compound fan. I mean, everything, every truck that I've ever built in the past, uh, I mean, whether it's my, my LML, my the race truck, I mean, it, compounds is my favorite. And because it's just the, the torque that they make over over the, 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 the torque curve, I mean, it's just, it feels like it never falls off. Yeah. Um, I will say that compounds, in my opinion, is a little bit more laggier than this setup. Uh, it, you know, it takes a second for it to spool, kind of depending on where you are at the RPM range, how much boost you're currently making. I mean, it it's definitely different and, and the twins it's like driving down the road you're in the throttle quarter throttle you know medium throttle just cruising and you could just pretty much just blip throttle like i mean you can just stab it and it's there it's kind of like driving a i don't know i'm trying to compare it to something like it, it kind of reminds me of driving my wife's yukon with her six two in it it just you hit the throttle and it goes i mean there is there's not really any delay and then when you turn the nitrous on it's just totally different animal i mean it it's loud it's fast the 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 truck just uh so obviously if you you haven't two-wheel drive you just blow the tires off um anything past half throttle you're blowing the tires off four-wheel drive it's a different animal the moment you you hit the throttle it's the, the ass end just sits down and it's gone and it's straight as an arrow that's gonna be fun to race 
fun to take to the track <laughs> it's hard for me to take it to the track I, i've taken it to the track uh we had a big event uh in baytown at one of the last races you know it was the last race that baytown ever had um and we took it out there and showed it off a little bit didn't really run it it's just hard to take something of this caliber and the amount of money that's in this truck to take it down the strip but i, I i'm going to and uh, who knows we might do it at ucc this year that'd be that'd be cool now with the the transmission did you go all in like a billet you know input intermediate output everything um, it's everything. it's the only difference between this trans and the trans in the race truck is uh is uh the the is the pcs controlled valve body this one is a pcs control the race truck's a manual valve body they all have sancher shafts um suncoast internals um suncoast uh converter i mean they're they're the same they're identical we know we know it works in the race truck we we knew it would work in this thought of a question kind of a curveball to throw you when you had mentioned the 48 and i know the ones in your race truck we had done a uh, like a youtube short recently and um somebody had the the question that we had posed was is a 48 re better than an allison and someone had said oh no the allison hands down is the best <clears throat> and i wanted to ask you because i i know that's a really interesting topic if you could help us and our, our audience understand like where an Allison shines in what applications and then where in these higher power levels a 48 RE becomes say better or more beneficial to run like in your race truck and in this so um, if somebody's in this position they haven't you know done a build yet they haven't spent the money but they're thinking okay do I invest in building my Allison 1000 or do I do this uh, you know 48 RE swap and PCS controller or um, you know manual valve body and go that route Man, I mean, uh, Allison's a totally different transmission. I mean, that, that's on a different spectrum when it comes to, to building a race truck. I had an Allison in the race truck from the beginning, uh, and it worked. It worked all the way up till, you know, when you're getting into a 670 index class and you're, you know, you're 12, uh, you know, 1100, pretty much 1,000 to 1,300 horsepower. I mean, you're, you're into that level. I mean, how many good solid passes are you going to get out of that trans before you got to pull it out and refresh it? And then, uh, I mean, the, the TCM comes into play big time on a, on an Allison. Uh, I feel, I mean, you know, and some people can correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, but I feel as if the TCM on an Allison is not always going to be consistent in a drag application. I don't feel that, it's going to do the same thing twice every single time. I mean, is there guys out there that really make these things work? Uh, yes. I, I've seen some records being broken with these Allison's. I mean, I think, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of their name right off the bat. I mean, there's two in particular that come to mind. There's a, a black crew cab, um, short bed. That's gone. Like, I want to say, 570s 580s i mean there's guys that have gone and there's another brown single cab i, I think nathan banstra um these guys have gone further with the allison and the drag application than i ever have um we fought the allison for a while uh at the beginning of our our, our racing career and it just kind of i was always having to do something to it um in my opinion would I go back to it? No way. Not, not knowing what I know with a 48 and how well it works. Now, when it comes to a daily driving vehicle, an LML, LBZ, 
you know, 1,000, 1,100 horsepower in a street-driven vehicle, it's, it's a totally different area of driving. And Allison all day long. I, I would so much rather have an Allison. I mean, it, the smooth shifts. Um, I mean, just the more things that you can control with an Allison versus the 48 and a daily driver. Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, an Allison's not violent on the shifts either. It's smooth, man. I mean, a 48, uh, they're harsh. They're going to shift firm. You're going to feel it. It's it's not something that you're going to want to get in and drive it, you know, across the United States. I mean, we build Allison's multiple times a week. Um, we, we build high horsepower Allison transmissions all the time. And everyone that I've built, I can get in it. And, you know, and most of the trucks will be building for compound trucks. I mean, I can get in it and drive it across the United States and it'll work. I mean, I, I've got love for the Allison's. They're, they're amazing. But in my opinion, a 48 swap, uh, truck. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Drag racing, you know, for drag racing applications is, is much better. I mean, I feel like I've gone really, really far with the 48. Um, I'll say that from the beginning, it was a little tough trying to figure it out. I mean, I want to say we are now in our fourth case. Crack, and we cracked three of them. Uh, you know, we're now in our fourth one. And every single time that I've, I've cracked a case in the 48, due to, you know, pressure issues and learning it and, and trying to figure out what it likes. All the internals in that case are in the fourth case right now. We haven't reclutched it. We haven't done anything to it. I barely even maintenance the thing. I may change the fluid in the filter once a year, but other than that, I don't touch it. And it does what it's supposed to do every single time. I can count on, you know, one hand that I've actually had to use my spare trains for my 48. That's a really, that's a really good answer. And I think, it uh, definitely helps shed light on it because it's not it's not so simple as which one's better because I, I agree with you. I think daily driving, Allison's are so smooth and they can hold, you know, there's a ton of upgrades for them. So if you have a daily driven truck that, you know, you're making some good power with, they're just, they're really nice to drive. But you think of the ultimate control that you have with PCS or, or you know, the manual shifting, the, the manual valve body and being able to shift it and control it and all the technology that's gone into those, I think in racing, it's, uh, it's definitely something that gives you an advantage um, over the electronically controlled transmissions, you know, that are, you know, with the TCM and the, the, the learning, the adaptive learning and all those sorts of things. So it's a tough question to kind of answer because it depends on, right. you know, on the, on the application itself. Um, it was really cool before the podcast when you, um, I didn't know the truck was going to be behind you. And I'm like, you know, for our YouTube audience, you got to give us a walk around, pop the hood. And I always say it on every podcast, I'm like, if, you know, definitely listen to us on podcast apps. But if you want to see, you know, the, the, the parts and the trucks and stuff, make sure to uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. So I wanted to see if you could walk us around and show us the engine a little bit and, uh, you know, show us the truck. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Let's see if I can swap this thing around and figure out how to do this. All right. Well, first things first, let me get the 
my hood lads. Hold on one sec. Can I set the phone down? Yeah. The interior is nice. You got it all. It's it's clean. Oh yeah. Let me let me pop it. All right, so we actually just got this thing back from uh, my uh, my guys over at uh, H&M Fab, um, Jason Pena. He's located in Cleveland, Texas. So I'll start with, with the basics. Um, MTI did all of the interior, um, custom door panels. Um, I mean, the, 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 the carpet on the door panels, the green inlay. Um, I mean, the, the you know, the, the floor mats, the... The carpet and the flooring, um, you know, it, it does have a little bit of a uh, little bit of sound to it. Uh, we've got uh, they did all the audio. Um, you know, we pretty much wanted to kind of keep everything in its factory location, everything usable in the truck. Um, they did custom kick panels. Got a little stub hiding back here in the back nice it's super clean like the, the attention to detail on uh, you know every panel the uh the doors the dash it's really nice so uh, jason over at uh h&m fab uh the biggest thing that we fought with on this truck was having some safety um Originally, we had a bar that bolted in to these factory three mounting points on the back of the cab, and that's where the seatbelt took to. I knew that wasn't going to work. I felt that, you know, if something was to ever happen, I needed something better for safety. So these guys hooked me up, man. They got a full row bar bolting in all factory location points of the cab with the bar all the way across the back for the seatbelts to mount to, and it's just secured with stainless fasteners. It's just absolutely beautiful. Um, obviously we got to have the nitrous bottle in the middle, uh, with the Corbeau racing seats. We've got, uh, our Corbeau harnesses, um, custom center console by Nate at truck source. He built all of this, the mount, got to get some stickers for our uh, nitrous buttons, but they're there. Um, they even put the uh, Moscone controls uh, in the radio for the or in the in the dash for the radio. Got vintage air, got AC and heat. Got to have it. <laughs> Probably the uh, uh, oh yeah. So we got our custom headliner visors, but probably the thing that tops this truck off more than anything would be this right here. Ken Block signature we got at SEMA this past wow. year on uh, the glove box store. Oh man, that's awesome! Wow, this is this is a dream build. This is I, no I, doubt a dream build. Oh yeah, it's if you're listening on a podcast app, you have to jump onto YouTube and you got to see this truck, like the attention to detail. And we haven't even got to the engine yet, which I'm really looking forward to seeing, but man, this oh, it's yeah. a beautiful so truck. We, uh, we got, uh, so another thing we kind of fought with this truck was finding a set of, uh, you know, eight lug 
you know, beadlock wheels, right? Not a lot of companies make them. So we ended up getting away from the beadlock, um, went to uh, a six lug half ton Chevy bolt pattern. And uh, the guys over at 3030 Autosport built us a custom set of beadlock wheels for this truck. Wow. Oh, there's the end. But this is the best part right here. <laughs> oh, man. So, Nate wow. at Truck Source absolutely freaking killed it with this. Uh, symmetrical twins, Motec. Whole truck's controlled by Motec, every bit of it. You can kind of see the nitrous hiding down there. Yeah. Got two jets over here and then two jets in the front, intercooler. Uh, this is definitely, this is a SEMA truck. Like this is, <laughs> this, you talked about wanting to keep everything symmetrical and seeing it, I see why. Like the, it's so hard to put into words, just the visual you know, appearance of the engine, the engine, but how clean everything is in there. Um, the piping. Yeah. Nate did it. Absolutely. I mean, he, he, he killer, killer work, man. He's, I, I, I've done told Chris multiple times. I wish we can clone everybody that he's got in his shop so that I can, I can move them over into my shop <laughs> because those guys are badass. <laughs> I'm not sure I would race this truck. I think I would just keep it in my garage and look at it, maybe start it up every now and then go around the block. And I don't know if I'd want to get it dirty, man. It's really hard to, uh, to not, you know, want to take it to the track. Cause I, I definitely love racing, but, I rip around on the street all the time with this thing. It is, it is really unique. I knew when I saw the pictures and, and I thought this would be great to chat about on the podcast, but I didn't understand the depth of the build itself, the attention to detail, the performance side of it. And, and I'm curious, like when you do take this out or you go to a show and you find those older guys that are into you know, the old trucks, what do they tell you? What do they say? Cause they, you know, they were in like the muscle car era and shortly after it, and they you know, did a lot of stuff with small blocks and big blocks. What's, what's their opinion on it? So I'll be honest. I haven't got to go to enough of the, those little local shows that, that I've wanted to go to because we've kind of just been finishing up odds and ends on it. Um, but that is the plan. We are going to be going to, to quite a few. We've already got some lined up um, for after UCC. Um, it will be a UCC in the S and S diesel motorsport booth. Uh, but man, I mean, I'll tell you, uh, the main show that I was at and then having it at LST, I mean, the, the questions that I've gotten about it and they just, I mean, a lot of these old guys, they're just kind of blown away with it. I mean, it's something different, um, something that, that, that you never see. It's, you know, a, a one of one build. Um, I mean, I haven't had any negative comments about it yet, you know, and you know how some of these C10 guys are C C10. <laughs> in itself is a just a a group of of people that you know they love these trucks they're passionate about them they know everything there is to know about them i mean they and i, and I haven't had anything negative about it i mean there's so much to this truck that i wish i could show i wish i had a lift that i could just drive it on right now but like let me just kind of give you a glimpse of the suspension so everything underneath this truck is custom 
uh, minus, you know, our, our, our steering components, you know, everything's kryptonite here, but all of our control arms, our knuckle, uh, I mean, everything was just completely made for the truck. I mean, it's every, it's from top to bottom. It just doesn't get any better. This is the, this is exactly like when we dream of a build, what we want to do, like we want, we want whatever paint color we choose, whatever, um, you know, wheels and tires. And then we want, like when you showed underneath the truck, you could eat off of any of the suspension components there. I mean, you could eat off the top of the engine if you yeah, wanted yeah, to. <laughs> you definitely can. She does need a little bit of a bath. She hadn't been cleaned up since SEMA underneath, but it's been, you know, bouncing around from little shop to little shop, trying to just get the small things done. But, um, uh, her times, her times do. She's uh, we're gonna put her up on the list of the shop and just kind of go through it and get everything detailed as much as possible. There's still some small things that we want to do to it, but overall, man, she's uh, she's pretty much done. This yeah. is just some of the uh, our main group of, of of sponsors that helped us out. Impact Paint and Collision. These guys did all the paint work. Um, you know, Suncoast with the Trans SNS with the the Motec standalone ECU. Um, the fuel system TSD was, was at the biggest, uh, you know, help on this whole entire build. Um, and then, you know, my guys at, at Spooligan and, and Victor Vasquez, he's, he's, he's the main. definitely different and I, I love the truck like i said i i saw it and i i have been a fan of that body style for a long time and then i saw duramax and was really interested but like i said i didn't understand the depth and the attention to detail on this this whole truck and i know a lot of people follow you for racing people that are local for you know getting their trucks worked on and everything but if somebody's got questions about this build or the turbo setup or maybe something else how can they get in contact with you guys and, and ask questions, learn more, maybe stop in and visit you guys? And so we're, uh, we're located in uh, Splendor, Texas. Um, let me turn this thing around. Uh, we're located in Splendor, Texas, uh, 12314 U.S. Highway 59. Um, best point of method uh, for contact would be you know, give us a call at our shop, 832-579-5467. Um, they can hit us up on Instagram. It's uh, SDP underscore texas is our uh is our instagram and then uh sterling decent performance on facebook awesome and then they can catch you if they go to ucc see you guys at the uh the uh, sns booth at ultimate college challenge yes sir we'll be there we're, we're there every year um you know uh we won it the year before last lost last year and we're going with a plan this year we're going to try and take <laughs> on some hardware so we will be there Awesome, Dustin. I appreciate you chatting with me, man, and, and sharing more about the build and and uh, man, it's it's a really cool truck. It's definitely one of a kind, and uh, man, it just adds to the the dream that I have of different things that can be done with those kind of trucks. So, I appreciate you chatting with me today and, and walking me through this really unique build. No problem, man. I appreciate you having me again. And uh, as always, you know, you know, uh, people need to come check out your podcast, dude. They're, they're awesome. I listen to them all the time, and. And, uh, and, I, and I'm happy for you for the things you got going with this podcast. Looking forward to the next one. 
Don't forget, Diesel fans, make sure and head on over to Kershaw.kaiusa.com. Use code 23Diesel20 for 20% off site-wide. It's a great way to save some money, get some really cool gear. Kershaw's had a bunch of new knives released this year. Their latest is the Duralock model, which is, it's really cool the way that the blade opens and closes. Um, the blade's made out of D2 steel, and there's a bunch of different choices for blade shape and also handle design, handle material. So if you're in the market, great way to save some money and pick up some really cool gear. I also want to give a shout out to some of our Patreon supporters, Tyler Lowen at 23 Diesel, J. Cole, John, all of our other Patreons, all of you who subscribe on podcast apps, YouTube, our social media pages, on our Discord. We appreciate all your support and look forward to bringing you guys more awesome diesel content in 2023. Until next time, keep the shiny side up.